0: What's so up, cool saved chicks? It's your girl Day. I'm Denisa. This is Lauren, and I'm Ayana, and you're tuned in to Saved Girl Secrets. Hey guys. Hey girl. Hey. hey. Hey girl. Hey. Um, I'm very excited about this episode. To those of you tuning in, this this is gonna be a good one. I feel it in my like show enough If that's an area that you can feel stuff in, um, and I'm actually gonna kick it to Ayana to kick it off. I don't know if she got a story or a secret or a tidbit <laughs> or what, but Go it, right.
1: <laughs> all right, guys. So um, this episode is entitled Just Jesus. And um uh, I want to say last year, was it last year or year before? We did another episode called That's Demonic. Question mark, question mark, and we were talking about and touching the different things that you know people may do in order to, I guess, go to a higher power or whatever. And you know, where it'd be crystals, sage, well, all those different types of things. And we touched a little bit on how, you know, why does it take all of that to, I guess, uh, get to where you need to get spiritually? Right. So um, on this side, we wanted to continue the conversation, but continue the conversation when it came to church and how, even in the church, there are certain things that people do, Christians, Um, Just being honest, that can be a little interesting and whatever happened to, or us really needing to get, getting back to it being just Jesus. So that's what we're going to talk about today and just really dive in on a couple of things and go from there.
0: (laughs) I guess, um, go ahead. Mm -hmm. I was going to say, I guess I'll kick it off um, by saying, I feel like the more that I mature as a Christian, I'm realizing that it's so easy to confuse Jesus in terms of the personal relationship and then the ways in which I communicate or develop that relationship and the importance of those things. And what I mean by that is there are times where like, I'll be at work or I'll be on my way to work. And I'm like, yo, I'm like in a funk. Like, I just don't feel right. My spirit ain't right. Like something's just going on. And instead of You know, just praying to God like, hey, God, I don't feel good. I was like, oh, I ain't read my devotion this morning and I ain't do this and I ain't do that. And I needed to make sure that I meditated for at least five minutes before I left the house and I didn't do that. And I've come to realize that like, even if I don't read my devotion in the morning, even if I wake up late and I don't spend five minutes being absolutely quiet, drinking lemon water, that does not negate the Mm -hmm. fact that I literally can't just go to God and have Mm -hmm. a conversation with him about what's going on. That a lot of times, and I feel like on that demonic, we talked about like how people sage their houses when they first get their houses and Mm -hmm. you know all of these things. And it's like, I can't knock a person who does something to make them feel more comfortable. But what I can say is that it will not do more for you than having a conversation with Jesus about whatever it is that you're dealing with and allowing him to give you wisdom on what you need to do to move forward. So Mm -hmm. I'll start with saying that.
2: I love that uh, you said that because what I took from what you just said is that when Jesus is involved, a lot of times he breaks routine. Um, and I feel Mm -hmm. like sometimes as believers, we get caught up in the routine, you know, we're so used to things, um, being done a certain way. We're so used to like, you know, maybe just delivering things a certain way we're conditioned And, you know, one thing I can say about the life of Jesus and, you know, from me just reading on him, nothing that he did was conditioned, you know, everything that he did had its unique miracle, you know, it had it, it had its unique quality. And I think sometimes when you don't allow for Jesus to step in and literally lead you in your actions or lead you through everything that you do, you get caught up in the routine, which then to me becomes religion. That's all religion is. Religion is the routine. That's why sometimes, you know, I've gone to um, different services. I'm not gonna. Lie. I went to a service when I was a kid. I'm just gonna bring this. This is an example. <laughs> I went yeah, to a service. Sorry. I went to a service when I was a kid, and I used to get really annoyed with going to these different services because, you know, I shared with someone at the time. I said, you know, it seems like every time we get to the end of the service the pastor feels like he has to hoop and holler. And I was like, mm-hmm. and the message sometimes ain't even hoop and hollerish. Mm-hmm. Like you hooping and you hollering, but you ain't preach on nothing before the hoop and the holler. And mm-hmm. I, you know, for me at a certain point, I got, I got frustrated with it because I was like, you know, I want to make sure that I'm receiving a word where it's not necessarily about the hooping and the hollering and us, you know, getting caught up in, the, the musicians playing that right note or 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 deacon such as such hitting that hitting that two-step every time you hoop and ho- like I don't want to get caught up in the rhythm I just want Jesus you know what yeah. I'm saying and so yeah. I love that you mentioned that because I feel like sometimes when you lose sight of just Jesus you get caught up in routines which ultimately to me is just a reflection of religion yeah and I think you know, one thing that we pride ourselves on when we say that we're Christians, we say that it is not about religion. It's about relationship. And one thing I can say about the relationships that I have with people is different every day. One day we might be friends. The next day you might be getting on my last nerves. Then the next day we <laughs> might be just key key hollering. Then the next day we might be goofy. But each day is different. And no matter what the day brings, we are enjoying each other because there is relationship there. And that's the point that I love that
1: you made mm-hmm um like it's it. oh, great
3: go, go ahead Denise uh, you sure I was gonna say like um just listening to what you just said it reminded me of a season that I was in at the end of last year I actually still kind of am in going into the new year where I've been practicing like a great exchange like mm-hmm. anytime comes up especially last week i told you guys before we even started last week was just a really rough rough week for me but instead of what can i do because that's when you get into tiptoeing into replacing jesus with what you can do right that self-effort does creep man back to the religious part that you just discussed lauren but it's like we immediately if something goes wrong or something catches us off guard It can be easy. I'm not going to say we all do it, but it can be easy to figure out how to fix it. What it is that we need to do? How do we get there when really it's just taking a step back, including him, because it's really him that's going to get it done anyway, and exchanging what your thought process is, what your flesh wants to do in a situation, how you choose to respond, and just figuring out a way to try to exchange that for, you know, the right way, which is God's way, which is including Jesus, and just not becoming um, numb to the point where you literally just replace him because you don't come to him for whatever it is that you need because it can be easy to replace him but he's irreplaceable mm-hmm. so for me it reminded me of the season that i'm, I'm kind of in where it's like okay how can i fix this what do i need to do and it's like pause take a minute relax okay lord what how do you help me figure this out you know because it really mm-hmm. is yeah mm-hmm.
1: one thing i had thought about uh when laura was talking and how she said she went to a service where you know, it was like at the end, the pastor was hooping. Um, I've been, I remember being to a couple of services like that growing up. And then also, um, it also reminded me of why I am very selective on who I might listen to. Um, because I found a, it was a particular pastor. I don't know if they, yeah, they are a pastor of a church or whatever, but you know, neither here nor there, but I remember, um, it was a particular service that I was watching and, um, I realized that like, I'm, you could tell that the end of the service was coming up mm-hmm. and it was like, it was like a switch went on. Like they literally like, you could tell like, Oh, I don't have much time. All right. Show so t- let me like, it was showtime, like literally and I remember now this particular service, I attended this service. So it was in person, but I remember before I would watch them online, you know, I've seen them online, different speaking engagements or whatever. And I was like, and it was right there in that moment. I realized I was like, oh, this seems, this is rehearsed. because The message was good. The message was really good. You but think I that he like, rehearsed the ending? Sort of like the way it flowed. It was like, it's like, it started, started, started. Then it was a buildup. And then they started like, and, and, you know, it started revving up. It was actually a female. It's giving
0: theater to me. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And it, it started revving up and I was like, oh, so I know for me personally, I, I, especially after that, I got more and more mindful of who I listened to because I was like, Okay. One thing I don't want is I don't want to rehearse Jesus.
0: Yeah. You know?
1: And I was like, okay, this is getting kind of weird. Cause even, um, some, I even noticed it, it was a particular worship group. Um, a few years ago, I went to a concert and I've been to like maybe a couple of their concerts and I started noticing the rehearsal, like, it was that particular concert. I started not- noticing the rehearsal. Now understand- it was Beyonce, wasn't it? It was no. Beyonce. No. Now,
2: I don't <laughs> just, oh my god! I was just Beyonce joking with Ayanna. No, <laughs> I'm just joking, with, no. I know she loves her.
1: <laughs> no, like it's funny because you it, you kind of expect that. Like, let's say with Beyonce, and like you would expect that with that type of artist because they have a certain form in theatrics and how they do stuff. But to me, if it's a worship group and you're saying, let's allow the Holy spirit to come Mm -hmm. in and enter into this place and all of that, but it's literally like, I understand rehearsing. I understand knowing the music, knowing the lines, all of that. However, it it started to become very strategic in Mm -hmm. how they did things. And I was like, what is going on? Like. And it 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 just got weird. So it for me, that's when you know seeing the different patterns over the years. That's when I became very mindful of who I actually, you know, took in when it came to ministry, even music, ministry, everything. Like I just I I stripped everything away because I was like, all right, y'all starting to I don't want that. I don't want that, and I don't want to be a part of that. I don't want to I don't want my life to start to become a rehearsal when it comes to God and having this weird expectation that if I listen to this particular song I'm going to cry towards the end or if I listen to this particular message then that way Jesus God will move in and then the Holy Spirit will take over and then 5 minutes later something's going to happen you know
0: right yeah i mean no. i i feel like I grew up in a Baptist church. (laughs) I'm going to start with that. I feel like that's important to mention. That is important. That is important to mention. That's important. So I'm going to preface what I'm about to say with, I grew up in a Baptist church. And I think growing up in a Baptist church, like we used to play church. I think me and Lauren had this conversation before too. Mm -hmm. Like being a little kid, like we play shouted, like it was Mm -hmm. like, I'm they made me the secretary, so I'm gonna read the announcement. My cousin Tracy, you <laughs> gonna preach, Lil Kirk gonna be the singer, and mm-hmm. we gonna shout. And I mean, it was like it was it was so much of a tradition that like this is what church is supposed to be. Mm-hmm. And it's like in your mind, like growing up, and I think for a lot of people, you know, even for some of our listeners who are tuning in, when you grow up, you know, in a certain type of church or around certain type of traditions in your mind, it doesn't compute or click that I'm adding something to Jesus. For you, it's just like, this is what church is for me.
1: And this Mm -hmm. is how
0: it's supposed to be. So I grew up, you know, like you say, I I know when certain songs came on at church, I couldn't remember nothing what was preached on that Sunday, but I shouted and my shoes was cute and everybody seen Mm -hmm. my outfit because Mm -hmm. that was what it was about. And I think that as I grew, it wasn't until, you know, I started going to a different church and if I'm being completely honest and this is for my girls out there who, you know, grew up in a certain type of church, but there's like this shift where you're like something is missing. Like, I'm going to church every Sunday and I'm shouting and I'm listening to all of the music, but I don't feel like anything is changing on the inside of me. I don't feel like my life is different. I don't feel like my character is different. I don't feel like I am moving forward in whatever it is that God has for me and I think that I hit that wall. And when I changed churches and you know began going to the church that you know we go to now, when I first started sitting there and listening and it was like a lecture, I legit was like um, what's that? What is the word that I want to use? Because I was about to say a crackhead coming off a crack, but that's not the right metaphor to use. It ain't. That it ain't. ain't it ain't. I <laughs> it don't know is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know nothing about what that is like. Um, I, what I, I will say it was difficult. Uh-huh. I had to force myself to really sit and listen, because I was not used to just Jesus. I wasn't used to just scripture after scripture after scripture. I was not used to, this is how you build a relationship. You have a conversation with a God who hears you, not just all of the other things that are around it. So that was so good for me, Ayana, that you touched on that, because I think for some people, it's really difficult to make that shift um into a different space especially if you've been raised in a certain atmosphere or anything Mm -hmm. like that so yeah yep. what were
1: you about say, Denisa oh go ahead she she wasn't gonna say anything
0: I was just gonna (laughs) say it it definitely
1: gets interesting um especially when it comes to um what do you call it like in in a way rituals like it starts becoming ritualistic um yeah, yeah, that's like, a big word.
0: And even, <laughs> yeah. even, even in the Bible, it says tradition will make the word of God of no effect. What's mm-hmm. like? So that's good, Ayanna.
1: Yeah, like I just, um, I, I, one thing I'm, I'm very thankful for the church that we go to and opening my eyes when it comes to, um, getting rid of the rituals and you know getting rid of the religious aspect of a relationship with, with God. Because I remember, I think I mentioned this on the podcast before, like I remember growing up, like I've been at our church where, where we go. I've been there since I was 10 going on 11 and I've seen the shift in the church as itself. And the church started off in a way of, you know, there was certain traditional things that we would do and whatnot But I remember in that moment, like from the age of 11 to, I want to say it was 18, when things started shifting or could have been earlier, I was like, it doesn't take all this. Like I felt in my spirit, I was like, I don't feel like, like, let's say, (laughs) you know how I know for me, I felt like I was repenting to God every time I was at church Mm. because I was afraid that. Oh, well, I did something wrong at school or I did something wrong or I cussed or whatever. And, you know, like, I don't want Jesus to come back and I'm in the middle of, in the middle of repenting, like I'm between repentings, you know? So I remember specifically, like, I remember we used to, of course, we used to be there every Sunday, Wednesday night Bible study. And I think at the time there was a Friday night Bible study. So sometimes my parents would go to that too. I'd be at church three times a week and... And then, oh, and then I was in an extracurricular group at church. It was called Handmaidens of the Lord. So you sitting there.
0: Deep. Handmaidens <laughs> of the Lord?
1: It's funny because it was kind of like a, um, what do they call it? Like debutante? It was kind of like that. But it was like the uh, church version of like a debutante because they would have like a ball at the end and all of that. I don't think, I think they had stopped before I even got to that point. But um so we we'd be at church a lot and I remember like almost every time I was at church, it was at one point where I was like, Lord, I repent, because I, I knew earlier that day I probably did something stupid thinking that oh my god, I sinned, I sinned, I, I I can't like Lord, I don't know when you coming back. Cause that's all they preached about was God is Jesus coming back soon. You better get your life right. And so oh my
0: gosh.
1: And I am just so thankful that it's, it, it we've evolved out of that. It don't take all that to have a relationship with God anymore. Like if I have a negative thought about something, Mm -hmm. I'm not going to hell for that. Like I have grace that covers me and I don't have to sit there and worry about every little thing that I did. So it's just, I'm, I'm thankful for the rituals being gone. I'm thankful for the not for not living a life on eggshells anymore basically because that's how it felt and Mm -hmm. it was hard it was difficult and i'm like i am not that type of person and i just don't believe that god is that type of person i don't believe that he created us to live in this eggshell mentality so yeah i just i'm glad that's over
2: yeah i was going to add to the conversation um number one it makes me think of like a scene from uh, this show that used to come on ABC is called AD. I used to love that show and it was based off of the Bibles. It stood for like after the death of Christ. And so um, there was a scene that um, it was replaying a scripture in Acts where uh, after Jesus died um, and he, um, and he rose back, you know, into the heavens. Um, It was the scene where all the disciples met. And then the Holy Spirit fell. And so it literally gave you like a visual, um, just a visual rendition of like what that would have looked like. And I loved it because it was like sudden. Like that's what really like caught me, like how sudden the Holy Spirit fell. And like, I think they did a really beautiful job of like showing that. And I wanted to mention that because I feel like a lot of times when Jesus is in the midst of something it's always sudden it's like you 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 can be in the middle of doing something and then next minute you know like literally the holy spirit just invites or he yeah he invites himself into the cuz you already like are in the midst of like Jesus and you're worshiping and you're you're giving God like his praise and then all of a sudden it's like you really begin to feel the presence of God and so i want to mention that because i feel like a lot of times we miss those sudden moments, right? We -hmm. get, we, we miss the fact that like God literally when you invite God into the presence of whatever it is that you're doing, he shows up suddenly, but you, you know, he's there. Like you automatically feel him. And even sometimes like in church, um, I know I've been in church sometimes and we're just, it's like praise and worship time. And then you, it's like you feel something and then next minute, you know, it's literally like the whole church is caught up in worship and caught up in praise. And I just I just want to encourage like the saints and even the aints that, you know, ain't, you know, still trying to work it through is allow for those sudden moments because that to me, they're always like so cherishable. It's like I I can always reflect back on like, man, I remember when I was just in the comfort of my own room Mm -hmm. and I was just thanking God for like just being who he is and what he is in my life. And then suddenly, like I felt his presence, you know, because it literally is like the presence of God is a gift. And I feel like a lot of times it's almost like Christmas. If you know the gift that's already under the tree, it's no element of surprise. Mm -hmm. It's like you open up the gift and you already know what's inside the box. But mm-hmm. I believe like when you allow for God to literally present the gift to you, then it's like, man, like, thank you, God. Like, this is like such an amazing experience. This is not, a, I don't want to say experience because ain't no roller coaster, but, you know, like you just thank God for just, first of all, just inviting himself into the presence of whatever it is that you're going through. So I was just like encourage, you know, our listeners to. Embrace the sudden moments like mm-hmm. don't like what I am saying. Don't get so caught up in the routines that you miss the gift that that is Jesus.
0: Yep. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think we have to take a quick break. But when we come back, I kind of want to talk about I know like there's a specific church for everybody, but. In terms of like just seeking out the church for you and ensuring that your relationship with God is a just Jesus relationship, like what that actually looks like. So we'll be right back after this. All right. Saved Girl
1: Secrets is brought to you in part by The Hair Razor Hair and Skin Oil. Visit www.thehairrazor.com for more info. ladies we are back um great conversation so far talking about just jesus um before we went on break sharday um just kind of reiterate what you said when it comes to like what you want to you know how what what else you would like us to touch when it comes to the rest
0: of this episode gotcha um i was saying like i know there's a different church for everybody but mm-hmm. uh, ensuring that, you know, whatever you're taking in, that it's not conflicting with that just Jesus mentality and, you know, how that can happen. So I just wanted to open up the floor for that, that kind of discussion. Um, like, I know for me, it's like, I'm at a point in my relationship where I initially was jolted by having to, you know, sit through, sermons that are like scripture after scripture after scripture but now it's like i can't fathom having a sermon where it's like props or just different things that it's a very visual service but i'm like but where's where's the scripture but i know that there are other people who are very visual learners so like understanding what's for you and how to connect those dots the best way that you can
3: i'll pick up here because my experience we go to the same church obviously but it was the complete opposite of yours so I grew up holiness and when I first went to world changers in my mind, I did not want to go. I was getting to scream, and I actually talk about this often, but when I sat down and that man started talking and he started preaching and it made sense and it clicked in my spirit, there was no, I knew from that moment there was no other place I was ever going to be. And that's including when I go home. And I know that sounds harsh, but at this point I have to guard my spirit so much that I can't even yes. allow an opportunity for the enemy to play with me or taint that in any way when I yeah. know that I'm not going to get you know what I mean? What I'm used right. to, can't play with it. Even if that's how I grew up, I just, I just can't. So I will say, sometimes, you know how people say, like, when you meet somebody, you just know, I don't want to say that because sometimes it's, it could be, you know, different. It could be a culture shock also within the church, um, when mm. you're, you know, going to different places. And I will also say that I used to be the person that would like, you don't got a church hop, you don't got a church hop, but keep hopping into your spirit. Say, this is it, you know, right. <laughs> I used to. Said against, like, don't go taste, you know, taste testing churches, or don't go just go somewhere and sit down. But that's not true because you really should go where your spirit is filled. And I'll say it's something I can't really explain it, but I knew that moment that I sat down at that church that I was never going to any, I had no desire to go to any other church. I haven't been to any other church, and that's been over 10 years. But I will say the Holy Spirit will confirm, like, don't put so much yourself for you to figure out and, and leave the people out first. Because when I went to the church, I ain't know nobody. So it really was a just Jesus moment because I went for the word. I didn't go for the cute people that was in the lobby. I didn't <laughs> go for, you know what I mean? I didn't go for the theatrics. I mean, ain't nothing not wrong with that, you know? No, I'm speaking for me. No, I, it,
2: I'm it is. Crying.
0: I'm just joking. I'm just joking. Oh.
3: But no, you're right. Because some people may be listening and be like, ain't nothing wrong. I'm just saying what my experience was. So okay. I that it was a just Jesus moment yeah, no, that's
1: no so i i understand i understand because I've been to churches with cute aesthetics and then I've gone into the service and I was like what what is this I'm like, I'm not the five? I am not five years old what are we doing can we get Ooh. some scripture like what are we doing so I get it I get it let's yes. just be real i get it. i
2: can I cannot tell you how many times, and I've visited churches with friends or whatever. But there was one church in particular. The hype was—it was on was point. Okay, it was everything they said it would be. The hype was on point. But when they got to that word, I said, "I am parched, <laughs> <laughs> not parched." Cause that
1: word, <laughs> choking, <laughs> choking. In. I need oh my uh, Papa <laughs> <No, laughs> are hilarious. <laughs> Papa's biscuit. Bist- no Bist-
0: water. Okay. I cannot. I, it's Absolutely. so crazy. I always feel like churches have like really good praise and worship and aesthetics. Or they have like really good word. But it's almost like it's rare to get all of them together. You know?
1: And see, that's the thing. Like I feel like people should kind of be okay with that. Because I've seen people that literally hop from church to church to church trying to find the perfect, like perfect, perfect like church. And I don't think that's possible. Like, I don't, I, I think there's always, because as humans, where we want certain things, our minds might change, all of that. And because it's, it's like a, a, a partner, like you're never hmm. going to have the perfect partner. That's you're never going to have the perfect friend. You know, there's always going to be something about your partner or friend that you're going to be like, oh, all right, you get on my nerves, but I love you. Right. I might not like you right now, but I always love you. So even when it comes to the church, I feel like we have our moments and it's okay. I've been going to the same church since I was 11. I ain't going to front and tell y'all, be like, oh my God, my church is so perfect. I love it so much. It's just been the best for all these 20 some years. Girl, goodbye. No, we're not going to do that. Like, there are things that I was like, that people, people have been weird. People have hurt me. All that type of stuff. I may not have liked the song that Sunday. I might not have, I might have been like, huh, I don't get it. You know, when it comes to a particular message, but that's for me to go seek the Holy Spirit and be like, all right, Father, show me your understanding when it comes to this particular word, because right now I'm not feeling it. And right now I don't know. But then I got that understanding and I went from there. But I feel like, um, a lot of times people are looking for that perfection when it comes to, um, I want to say the perfection of Jesus, but I'm like the church the, the physical church is not Jesus in a way, you know, the physical church, we are past- the church. Yeah. We're the church. Your pastor is not Jesus. you're not gonna get that perfect person you know so we have to remember that we have to remember that I guess that line in a way so Mm. that's yeah
2: yeah I think I think too one of the biggest things is like not having those distractions and I love Mm -hmm. what like Denisa has said because I've I've had you know like instances where I've had like friends and stuff you know share with me what's going on at different churches or whatever Mm -hmm. and they will mention everything but the word and they're like oh you know girl they got i'm gonna use i'm gonna use this for example i literally had a conversation with uh a friend of mine here um and he was telling me he was like you know lauren you should He was talking to me about dating, whatever. I don't even feel like talking about that, but he was talking (laughs) about dating. And he was like, Lauren, you should, you know, start going to some of these, you know, different church events. And I was like, "Mm, no, I'm good. Cause I was like, you know, I'm getting fed what I need to get fed at that moment. And he was like, well, you know, he was like, well, you should just see what, uh, who else is out there within, you know, the, the church community. And I said, I understand what you're saying, but here's the thing. If I'm going to church, my intention is to go to church. My intention is not to meet no man. My intention is not to necessarily meet a friend. You know, I got a friend and what a friend I have in Jesus, you what? know? And so, I mean, I'm just, I'm being honest and I am I can be, I, appreciate I, thank, I thank God for the friendships that I have because number one, it's organic how we met. It's not me going out there trying to search. For, I don't really mm-hmm. need, right now in this point in my life, I'm kind of good with friends. Like, you know, I'm just good. If God, if God gives me another friend, awesome. Great. But,
0: but if you not... Know,
2: yeah. If not, I'm cool with it. But I was mm-hmm. like, what I will not do is I am not interested in going to no church to me. No, man, I'm not doing that. That's not even where my heart is right now. My intention, if I, especially if I'm stepping in the Lord's house, I'm stepping in the Lord's house. I need to be fed. I need the word of God. Like I need, I need something for my spirit. And I'm definitely not going to hop in my car, allow myself to be, uh, possibly catch COVID for no man and seeking out no man. No, I'm not mm. doing that. I am going to church to get the word of God. And if that's if that's not what's gonna be given to me at that moment, then I need to stay home. And so I would say two things, like I said earlier, it's the distractions because that's a distraction. If you're going to church and you're not even focused on what the word is being given, um, and you're focused on who's sitting next to you or who's sitting behind you, that's distracting. Mm-hmm. And check your intentions. If you're going to work, I mean, if not work, if you're going to church and you dressing like you, you, you ready to, to be sought after, <laughs> check your intentions. And so I feel like uh, sometimes, especially just now with everything that's going on, uh, some people's intentions are just a little screwed because you've been home and you just your nerves. But I was just like, no, just make sure your your intentions are correct and that your distractions and that you're not being distracted, that you're being focused on Jesus the Christ.
0: Mm. I don't you're think I got nothing to add to that. <laughs> Jesus the Christ.
1: Jesus the Christ, okay. It's crazy how um, I, it was that one part, especially with dating. I don't know why people feel like you need to go to this event so you can find you a a person, and I'm like, why? Like, and, and that that kind of messes up the whole. Um, because I've heard people who, you know, have come to different events, like at our church or even just a service, and they'd be like, "I don't see no good, no fine men," and I'm like, "That's what we are going for." I'm like, yes. ain't no this ain't no dating. <laughs> that is That's what they're what going, they're going for. for. Like, this ain't no dating service. Like, I'm a go. Yes. i I have known people who have left um certain churches and went to other churches and they have said that the girls look better at this church or whatever. And I'm like And they yeah. Yeah, they ain't it's time. Yet. I think it's time to wrap it up. Cause that. Yeah. Nah, we we get into the peak of the conversation. Oh my god! Yeah. you know, like those things. Are, it's it's so much that I'm just like, but that. So that's what we doing. Like, all right, like they've literally switched churches, switched dynamics, switched their whole lives around, personalities, everything, friend groups, all of that, just to adapt to whatever i don't know whatever they're looking for i don't know it's weird it 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 church culture weird. church culture honestly have gotten has gotten very weird and i try to i personally stay out of it a lot because mm-hmm. i like you know like okay perfect example when you're involved in ministry you know the the thing is to network with other people and you get to know other uh leaders and all of that type of stuff Mm, that ain't me I'm I'm just because people kind of get very interesting and weird and it 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 becomes clicky and it it just it's weird church culture is weird y'all I'm sorry it's just I'll be sitting there like Mm-mm. like I'm good right here at home at my you know just I just I'm I don't, good on I don't like it. I don't like it. I just I don't like it. I'm good on it for real. I I just feel like what what ha- not even what happened because I feel like it's been like this for a minute. You know when you look at different denominations, like it it's honestly it's infused in the culture, period. And I'm like, okay, when can we get to a place where we're just being honest? We're being honest as a church. We have genuine friendships, genuine relationships. We have genuineness when it comes to our relationship with God. I just, the, the politics is interesting. It's just, it gets very ugly. And I just be like, you know what? I'm going to church. I'm doing this. I'm with my family. I, you know, I do certain things at the church and that's it because it, it can get very muddy when you get too involved with certain things and people. And it, it's just, it's weird. So that's just, you
2: know, the crazy thing, too, is like the Bible says that the Lord knows your heart concerning all things. So if you're going to a church and your heart is not on getting the word, you want to pretend like the Lord doesn't know. But he does. He does know. And a lot of times the Lord responds to that. And I, I think one of the most beautiful things that I've seen in my life concerning the blessings that God has given me given to me is when I released it. I just, I just listened to, you know, Pastor Dollar the other day and he was talking about the fact that one of the greatest expressions of faith is to remain in rest. And Mm -hmm. I feel like sometimes, you know, if you're going through things in life and God hears your prayers, he hears what he he sees your heart, he knows what you desire, but you just got to remain in that restful place. You can't allow yourself to put, I guess you can't allow for yourself to lead yourself to what you think you want. Because you'll never you'll never get it. You may get a form of it, um, but you'll never get the thing that that you actually want. I, mm-hmm. I love what Pastor uh, TD Jake says. He says the enemy's tactic is to is to have you do the right thing the wrong way. And I feel like a lot of times people feel like they're doing the right thing. They think they're doing the right thing by going to these various churches with the intentions of finding someone and 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 kind of just hanging out in the lobby. You think you're doing it the right thing but you're going about it the wrong way just remain just remain and rest you know even like we were saying with just jesus you know you're giving the word if you're receiving the the word don't give all the distractions and things that you know are going to take away from what it is that the lord has the lord has literally given this to you so don't don't allow for things to dilute what it is that God has given to you. Remain in the restful position and allow God to lead you in all things. And like everything else will work out, you know? Life too stressful as is. I ain't got time to be trying to think of nothing else outside of what it is that God has given me. You know, what God has given me already, I'd be like, Lord, you really trust me with this? Okay. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) So to
1: add all that additional pressure, that's just too much. Yeah. I say, you know, just especially to those that are listening. Like, I, I, I really pray that y'all hear what we're saying. and Because I, I do, I I see people struggling. Every day they're struggling because they're trying to keep up with a Christian image of how things are supposed to be. They're following all these people, and they see that, okay, homegirl in the morning, like Sharday said, um, you know, in the morning, you got your lemon water, you got your 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 devotional, you got your your such and such blah blah blah. Like, listen, you ain't got to do every be, morning. And be
0: stressed
1: if you miss Be stressed. One of the things. Be, okay? be stressed, like, oh, oh my god, I didn't wake up at um five thirty to do such and such. Listen, girl, girl, let's like right. let stop. Like, it, it, God's like, got you. Jesus is enough. Exactly, because I, I know for me. Personally, like my schedule will be all over the place. Some days, it's some days I, I, you know, I've been trying to do like read a devotional every day. My mom bought me a devotional and I've been trying to read it every day. Some days I might not be reading it till 1130 at night. It's supposed to be a morning devotion. I'm like, listen, it's 1130 or whatever. Okay, that was good. I, Jesus write my still little listening. notes.
0: Jesus He's still, listening.
1: still listening. I might, uh I might skip a day. Or I might be, you know, dropping the girls off to school. I'm praying. You know, I I sometimes I take my car rides as that moment to just like get myself together for the day, have my personal time with God. Cause I know for a fact that's a good 25, 30 minutes of me in the car where it's just yeah. me alone. Cause once I get back home, it's like bam, 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 like my day has started. So it's like where whatever and wherever and however you do it, however your relationship with God is. Like whatever works for you, because it can be like we sitting there stressing. Like I remembered back in the day, like a couple of years ago, the Jesus girl checklist of the Instagram where you show your Bible every day and you show your journal and you show like different things. And I'm like, oh, let's stop, you know, let's stop. And for some people, that's
2: what they need, you know, for some Mm -hmm. people. But I love what you just said. Uh, (laughs) Some people, I mean, that's what you think. But I love what you just said, Sade. You said Jesus is enough. And I want to add to that, that his instructions are enough, too. And I feel like sometimes everybody thinks that we got the same instructions. And And we don't. don't. And we don't. (laughs) And we don't. We don't. None of us have the same instructions. Even if they look similar to one another, they are never the same. Mm -hmm. I love
0: that.
3: Because essentially, what happens is the moment that you take someone else's instructions or you try to copy what they do, you kind of try to create a template. And there's Mm no Jesus. You know, that's the Mm -hmm. beauty. Broken. That's the art, uh, you know, authentic relationship we get to have. Like so deaf to all of that. I love that.
0: Mm-hmm. Your... Yeah. Yeah. That'd be great. Mm-hmm. All right. Is there anything else that you guys wanted to add before we get on out of here? I'll take that silence so. as a no. Yeah, hey, I don't think so. <laughs> All right, well, well, whoever's listening to all of our sisters and brothers too, because y'all be sneaking up in here. They be listening. Y'all be listening. Um, we just want to say thanks so much for kicking it with us. Um, if you didn't hear anything else today, what we're what we're saying is that Jesus is enough. You you ain't got to add nothing to Him. Usually, when you try adding stuff, it actually detracts from what He's really trying to do for you.
2: It's no longer Jesus if you add and stuff to it. Yeah. So we just it's wanna- you.
0: We just want to throw that out there. Um, feel free to connect with us on all social media platforms at Save Girl Secrets on Facebook and Instagram at Save Girl Secret, no S on Twitter. If you want to talk more about this episode or if, if you want to talk to us one on one, feel free to send us a secret letter to savegirlsecrets at gmail.com. We love you. Good God bless you.
2: Love and peace.
0: Bye. Bye.